Hello and welcome to the Garden of Eden podcast. I'm here every week to discuss all aspects of health and wellness to try and provide you the best information and inspiration to start living your best life today. Today's episode is all about breaking down spirituality and other aspects of mental health to hopefully help make them less taboo and more approachable so you can start using them in some capacity to start bettering your life today. Okay, so have you ever had a relative ask for help with their computer because it's really slow? Then when you go look at it, they have 500 tabs open, 37 videos loaded on YouTube, 92 different viruses, and it hasn't been updated since the financial crash of 2008? Well, what if I told you that that's what's going on inside most of our heads? You're struggling to listen to what someone is saying during a conversation because you're already trying to craft the perfect response before they've finished saying what they're saying, or you're thinking about that work deadline that has you stressed out, your significant other's birthday coming up that you didn't get them a present for yet, or your relative's birthday that you forgot about so you didn't call them, or that time you got bullied in middle school. The list goes on. Our brain is constantly processing things in the background and we don't even realize it. In fact, although science has come a long way in studying the brain, Over the last 20 years, there's still so much of it we don't understand, and it's my belief that many aspects of spirituality are simply background processes of the brain that we don't understand. To quote Arthur C. Clarke, magic is just science we don't understand yet. Allow me to explain. For starters, the brain is constantly filtering all the information it gets so we only consciously register the things it deems important. We can walk into a room and it will see everything in the room, then dump all the extra stuff that it deems irrelevant or unimportant so that we only register and think about, recognize the friend that we're meeting there or the catchy artwork that stands out because it's unusual. This is most easily observed via what is known as the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, also known as the frequency illusion. Have you ever bought a new car and then suddenly felt like you see it everywhere? Or maybe you just learned a new thing in school and now you start noticing it all the time, whether it's issues with cars if you're a mechanic, or maybe it's problems with people's hair if you're a hairstylist, or it's health issues with animals if you're a vet tech. Things that you would never notice before, even remotely you know, thought about or recognized, well, all of these are common examples of this phenomenon and it's your brain taking that new information it got and using it to try and set a pattern so that it can better remember it and recall it faster in the future. The brain is constantly trying to optimize a pattern and come up with a preset filter that it puts all this information through so that it can free up more space for all the other junk going on in the background. But there's a flaw with that. Because we're always looking at things through this filter, seeing this certain perception of things, then it tends to block out some of the information about what's actually happening. This is where I believe the law of attraction comes from. Because our brain creates a filter that says everything sucks. 
all the bad things are always happening to me. Nothing good ever happens. This is terrible. When in reality, there could be five good things that happened to you that day. But because of that filter, because you had the blinders up, it blocked out all the good things. So you only noticed that you missed your train and now you're late for dinner. And even more so, that way that our brain perceives everything, it outwardly projects that as well to the people around us and vice versa. We can, on a sometimes subconscious level, perceive people's state of mind or belief through thousands of micro expressions, detect someone's filter of how they take information and view the people around them, good or bad. A few examples might be if some creepy guys following you down a, a dark alley at night or something and without even saying anything to him or making eye contact your brain reads his posture how he's looking at you all the micro expressions that he's showing and then it detects that he's a threat and you need to either get to safety or defend yourself or on the other side of things you can tell somebody is confident and happy just by how their body posture is and their facial expression how they're carrying themselves as they walk down the street. They exude a certain energy from every cell of their body as their brain is outwardly saying, hey man, life is good. We're strutting to the fucking Bee Gees right now. Hell yeah. The point is, you can see it, whether your brain actively brings it to your attention or not, and that perception affects how you treat the person, which is extremely important because your level of trust in someone is very much based on your brain's subliminal assessment of that person. You're more likely to reach out to a person or give them help if they ask when their body is giving off positive signals or expressions that are giving you signs that you can help them and they're not going to, like, they're not trying to take advantage of you. They're giving off positive signals, energy. Their brain is expressing a more positive filter much more likely than if you were going to try and do that to somebody giving off negative expressions and outwardly expressing that their brain has a negative filter on things and that goes the other way too you're more likely to get approached for help promotions or opportunities if your brain is filtering the good things and then telling your body to outwardly present that positive filter and that positive mindset instead of negative emotions whether that may be sad angry stressed anxious whatever it may be but don't worry the good news is with a little practice we can change those filters our body is constantly replacing cells growing and changing our skin regenerates itself roughly once a month about 27 days to be exact and our entire body cells are replaced and regrown every roughly seven to ten years so why can't we replace that filter our mindset that wiring of how we think about things and look at everything around us why can't we change that for something that better serves us through our current path in life instead of holding on to a filter that maybe worked five, 10 years ago, but doesn't work anymore because we're not in that situation anymore. If we start the process of changing that filter so that our brain starts to bring to our attention the positive things around us instead of the negative, then it would seem like the good things are happening much more frequently or life is good. That's that Bader-Meinhof effect being applied to positivity. Because if you're 
giving yourself that new information and fixating on the positive shit, then you're going to start feeling like it's happening so much more often. And you might feel like the negative things are happening a lot less because you're starting to put the blinders up and block that out. Now, here's a few strategies that can be used to start changing those filters and make things feel better day to day. And I encourage you to try it and find others that will work if you find that these aren't working for you. The first and most effective is meditation. And it takes on many different forms and types and styles. Just taking a minute to take some deep breaths and focus on it. That's a meditation. There are apps that provide you hundreds of guided meditations. Personally, I use Headspace. Really recommend it. It's a very good, intuitive, simple setup. Fantastic. All that meditation really is is it's the process of focusing on a singular point internally, which lets you look into the background, peek behind the curtains in your mind and see all this extra stuff that's going on. And then it, with practice, it helps you realize the root of a lot of those things and helps you let go of them and get rid of them. So you're not constantly rattling around all this extra information in your mind so that you can focus on the things that are important and the things that are around you and be able to be that much more present. The simplest form of meditation is to just take five nice deep breaths and focus entirely on the breaths where they're going. I'll summarize it because you guys just got that episode. But the point is five deep breaths. I highly recommend trying to do it every single morning as soon as you wake up and as you're getting ready for bed. Then as you start to make it a habit, you can start doing it more often throughout the day to kind of reset and center yourself. The next two are a couple of little tricks just to help with manually resetting that filter. The first one is if you find that you're beating yourself up all the time with lots of negative self-talk, then get a rubber band, put it on your wrist, and every time you catch yourself in that negative self-talk, just snap your wrist. It doesn't have to be super hard, but you snap your wrist and then you say something positive instead. This couples a physical motion or act and a physical feeling of that band snapping against your wrist with changing that internal narrative and starting to shift to a more positive route. So it makes it a little easier to disrupt that train of thought and then restructure it into something more positive and better serving you and rewiring your mind. The next one is called the five second rule. And no, I'm not talking about when you drop some food on the floor and want to pick it back up. If you find yourself not doing the things that you know you should be doing, like laundry or going to the gym, and you just can't get yourself to do it, you keep talking yourself out of it, then try counting backwards from five. And when you're done, going and doing it. I know that sounds stupid and ridiculous and you're like, well, come on, really, dude, seriously, but trust me, the act of counting backwards from five disrupts that internal debate where your brain is trying to tell you not to do that thing and trying to negotiate with you to just take the easy route and then it resets it and you'll find it easier to try and get those things done because counting backwards since it's not following the traditional pattern of like, oh, one, two, three, four, five, because it's reversed, your brain has to put a little bit more effort into it. And then it causes you to 
totally reset and disrupt everything and allow you to just go and do that thing. You don't give yourself time to negotiate or think about it. It's just a reset, snap, go do it. Five deep breaths, one snap and a compliment, and five seconds. Three extremely small and simple things that maybe seem too simple to work, but try them out for a couple of weeks. See what starts to change. It takes time to build that habit and rewire your mind's processes, but it absolutely can be done. You just have to put a little bit of effort into doing these little things consistently. Start with that smallest common denominator, the easiest things, and just work on doing them very well. Then build off that momentum. And I think it is extremely important for all of us to start working on using some of these concepts and rewiring our brains, not only so that we can be happier and become the best versions of ourselves, but also to help us be able to filter out that background noise so that we can be more present and focused on the world and the people around us to start affecting it in a more positive way and pay it forward. The goal should always be to leave things better than we found them. I've laid out my beliefs for some of the brain's functions in the background and some examples to back it up. I've given you guys some very simple strategies to start using today and flip the script on your mind for the better. Now all you guys have to do is go and cultivate your greatness. Thank you very much. Thank you for giving me some time out of your day to listen to my podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it, subscribe on Spotify, and let me know if there's any other questions or topics you'd like me to talk about so I can help more people take steps towards becoming their best selves. You can connect with me on Facebook at my name, Eldon McDowell, Instagram at garden period of period EDN, and I will have a website up soon at gardenofedn.com to allow for more direct interaction. Stay tuned as I'm going to be bringing you more content every single week, giving you quality information and interviews to hopefully help inspire you to start cultivating your greatness. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you again soon.